Welcome back to On the Record. I'm Sheila Cast. Here's a stoop story from Ryan Patterson about the art of fatherhood. So my story takes place the summer after I graduated from college at MICA. Um, most of my friends were moving away from Baltimore and going off to New York or L.A. to pursue some kind of art career. But I was really content to live right here. I had a big house of three other roommates, and about every other weekend we would either throw a huge party or turn a place into a concert venue. And then the rest of the week we would just kind of wade through the trash and empty natty bow cans that we left across the first floor. Uh, it was easy to find some you know, simple work, and I picked up a few babysitting gigs. One was really simple. All I had to do was pick up a nice kid, take him to the pool for a swim lesson, and then I had the rest of the afternoon to myself. And it was about that time that I met this great woman named Rachel. Now, Rachel was my age, and she just graduated Micah, but she had a three-year-old son named Aiden. And Rachel and Aiden had just left uh, Aiden's father, and they lived together in a, uh, an apartment in Bolton Hill. And uh, we started spending more time together, and Rachel asked if I might help take care of Aiden once in a while and maybe babysit. And after I spent a couple nights over there, eating dinner or watching a movie with them, I realized it was a lot nicer to have a home-cooked meal in a house that didn't smell like the land of pleasant living when I wanted to lay down it. So before, really, I took on babysitting, we started dating. But Rachel still needed help with Aiden. So I stepped up, even though I was 22 years old and had never taken care of anybody in my entire life. I was a uh, uh, only child and had no siblings and the only people I'd ever lived with were my college roommates but I thought okay uh, he'll do I can do this as long as he can hold his own slice of pizza and use the bathroom by himself most of the time I'm gonna be okay so we started finding trouble around town uh, I remember one night I was gonna try to make dinner for Rachel and we went over to the grocery store and Aiden really loved this like green plastic shopping cart that looked like a race car and so we started running around the grocery store like Grand Theft Auto careening around corners until we got to the frozen food section where I could spin him around. I had enough room to do donuts in the aisle and he was leaning out the side almost throwing up with laughter and maybe whiplash. Uh, We found a, a kite and uh, couldn't get a good breeze in the park, so I was like, let's just go up to the roof. That's a good spot. And we climbed the fire escape together until we got up there, flying the kite out over Save-A-Lot and over Bell Hardware and almost about a mile away to the senior home when a police helicopter came by so fast and loud, it shook the house and almost cut the string of the kite. And so we scurried back down. And, and uh, I remember the year, as the year went on, uh, Rachel took on um, her teaching residency for grad school, and so now I was almost there full time, helping Aiden get ready for preschool. And he was late a lot, but we still had a lot of fun. And I remember carving a big pumpkin out for him around Halloween, and just giving him a steak knife, like "Go for it, go ahead, carve." <laughs> and we still have a photo of him with this knife, and. Um, so, you know, he was also pretty nervous, and probably rightfully so. And there were nights that did not always settle right. And like any kid, and especially when he's had gone through a lot of change, there was one night where he'd had night after night kind of a series of inconsolable nightmares. And he'd come into the room, and I thought, maybe if we just showed him, like, there's nothing to be scared of in here. And so I wrapped him in a blanket and took him outside at night and was like, that park, there's pretty a lot of shadows over there, and there's somebody parked over there with no lights on. I don't know who's in that car. And, those rats are running on broken glass and they're a flickering light with, with sirens in the background. We got to get the heck back inside, buddy. And I'm wrapping him up and saying, look, this flashlight's for you and this water's for you and you have a warm blanket. And his eyes were like saucers. He wasn't crying, but I don't know if he slept at all that night. 
As time went on, uh, we, we stuck it out, though. And uh, three years later, Rachel's about six, uh, Aiden's about six years old, and Rachel was actually pregnant with our second kid. We'd been married, and we were excited for the, our growing family. But I also wanted Aiden to know, he, he wasn't calling me dad. He still called me Ryan. But I wanted him to know that he could look at me like that, and that he was part of the family, and he could trust me. And I got really excited that we were going to have this growing family, and I got this extra-long cargo bike that I could fit both kids on the back of so we could ride around town and have more adventures together. And uh, realized uh, that Aiden was pretty nervous to ride on it. He was so scared I was going to like just bolt down a hill or do something crazy, and maybe he had a good reason, but I said, come on, it's going to be all right. And I went one lap around Druid Hill Park, and we were nice and calm, but then there was that great hill right between the, the tennis courts, and I was like... If he could just ride down that hill, he would know how fun it is to ride down a hill. So I started up, and as soon as I hit the grass and we started bumping along it, first he was screaming, and then the bike got lighter, and I heard it scream, ah! And I looked back. He was so scared, he actually jumped off the bike. He thought that would be safer than riding with me wherever the heck I was going. So... It's up to that point, I start realizing that maybe he needs a little more empathy and listening and some of the things and that's after I had Banner our second son I realized that I'm holding this kid who cannot hold his own slice of pizza and he he needs a lot more help and he can't just be my sidekick all the time he needs somebody who's going to watch for him and I I I definitely stepped up and tried to do better and when it was time for Aiden or for Banner our second to learn about music I brought him to to the sing-along co-op playgroup where I could learn from watching other parents and instead of trying to sneak him into the back of the Dan Deacon concert at the copycat building. um, (laughs) When it came time to ride bikes together, Banner was on the back and I rode safely and Aiden could ride on his own next to us and on his own terms when he could go his own speed and kind of go where he wanted. And we learned traffic together and made sure both were safe. And I also learned a lot about watching how much Banner loved and watched Aiden and how patient Aiden was with him as a brother. And Banner just locked eyes on Aiden anytime he was around, when they were riding bikes next to each other, when they were drawing. And I can distinctly remember this one day um, where I was so proud of who they'd become uh, who, and who Aiden was becoming. And he was drawing a picture, and Banner was just old enough to kind of sit up on his own, and, and his, his um, kind of baby talk was starting to form words. And he was sitting there watching Aiden draw, and Aiden, Aiden said, see, that's me. And Banner said, Naden. And then Aiden said, that's mom, and that's Ryan. He's our dad. That was a stoop story from Ryan Patterson about finding his footing as a father. We have more information about the Stoop Storytelling Series and the Stoop Podcast at the On the Record page at WYPR.org. The next Stoop event is a week from tomorrow, Saturday, January 27th, at Morgan State University. The theme is Baltimore, stories about transportation barriers to getting around town. I'm Sheila Cast. Glad you're with us on the record. Hope your weekend is cozy. <laughs>